Hey, this is Paige from Disasteratic, letting you know this podcast and all episodes are available on iTunes. If you enjoyed it, then subscribe and give a like. Follow us on Twitter at Disasteratic. Give the team some feedback. Enjoy the episode. Disaster Attic, the podcast that gives you films and TV reviews to have a little conversation about ourselves and also we do talk about gaming. I need to introduce a team, so starting with myself this time, my name is Paige. Hi Paige. Hi Paige. Hi Paige. And also we've got Stez. <laughs> Hi Paige. Hi Stez. <laughs> <laughs> and also we've got Glenn. Hi Glenn. Hi Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. there's only three well. of us this week. <laughs> yeah, we did start well this week. There's only three of us this week, so let's hope we can keep this going along. Uh, anything you want to talk about before we get into it? Uh, just the memorial picture of Grey we have on the desk. Oh, yeah. Well, it's yeah. gone now, but well, we did have a memorial picture of Grey. We have, yeah. We've got Grey 2.0. Where, uh, I'll put a little couple of jingles in about him talking. Really? Something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, sometimes yeah. I, I can't feel like I can talk without looking into his eyes. <laughs> they, do his look, they do look dreamy yeah. on that picture as well. <laughs> Regularly lose myself. Well, we've got a TV show to talk about this time. Um, I'm just going to play a little jingle and we're going to go straight it was, into it. It's Paige's choice. It is my choice, actually, yeah. Let's, let's do this. All right, which number? Four. Pick a number four. Films and TV shows with views. Excellent. <laughs> so this week, yeah. do you like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. That it's all right. That one, wasn't it? Mm. I was going professional with that one. Like he's got about seven different ones for each. Yeah, <laughs> that, one, that one was professional. That one though, there wasn't Thank anything you. that kind of oh, made me laugh. No, oh. no, no, little like scatting at the end. Or... <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll have to see what happens next week. <laughs> I might go back full force on that next one. Shitting all over. Go so, on. let's talk about the uh, show we watched recently. It's called Castle Rock, episode one, Severance. Um, it's a uh, film, well, it's actually a TV series that was uh, brought out by J.J. Abrams and Stephen King. We're talking about based in a fictional town created by Stephen King. A death row lawyer travels back home to Castle Rock, Maine after receiving a suspicious phone call. Mystery develops when a man found by guards in the depths of the prison cannot talk, or can he? Now, I made up this synopsis because I was looking at the ones on IMDb and it was just like really just... Bumming Stephen Fry. Stephen Fry. Stephen Fry. <laughs> Stephen <laughs> King. I bet he loves that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. Uh, so, yeah, I was just like, we, I look, where I found this from was there the, um, there's another podcast by uh, Kevin Smith. He has a guy called Mark Bernard, and he was one of the uh, writers for, for the series. He wrote one of the episodes as well. And I got really into it because it's about, Mainly his storyline of Stephen King's story of um, the difference of uh, the universe, essentially. It's the universe, yeah. yeah. So it's it's not going on the aspects of what Marvel and also DC have been doing, and it's sort of making sure that Stephen King gets a bit of a in in with about 
Well, he's ever talking about I think, really. <laughs> Stephen King expanded universe. That's yeah. what it is, yeah. It, it pretty much is. And what have well, I heard um, Kevin mm. Smith before? Kevin Silent Smith. Bob. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. His yeah. podcasts are a he lot does, more. He does talkative. loads of podcasts. Yeah. And he does one specially for. Uh, so well, so he, called... he helped write this, did he? Did no, is it, is it, he does a podcast called Fat Man Beyond, where it's right. him and Matt Bernard, and who started off being a journalist, and then mm. he went in to do writing um, programs and TV shows. Oh, right. And he's involved in this, and that's where I learned it from. So I thought it was a decent watch, because I, 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 I like Stephen King. Does anybody else watch? Uh, I watch I watch him well, from a we, distance. Well, read in these... <laughs> Ran him over once. Yeah, I've tried reading a book. <laughs> um, Glenn has tried reading yeah, a book. I've tried he, reading a book. Not, not a Stephen King book, a book. <laughs> it's not full of pictures, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, I, I read a lot of Stephen King when I was younger. Um, I tend not to read Stephen King as much anymore, but that's probably because I, I kind of overdosed on it when I was... Like, he's done a lot, though. Do, oh, yeah, he's done a hell of a lot. Yeah, he's been through these things that he's done, like, especially recently. It came out again, which is he wrote, and um, there's a TV, a short TV series of um, Stephen King with um, It, and he came out to make a film as well. Mm. Uh, there's also Dark Tower, he's done that as well. That yeah. whole series, oh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the train wreck of a film, though, which was made about it. Yes. Yeah, was that the one with... The um, Luther, yeah. Yeah, Luther. <laughs> His name. <laughs> <laughs> and Magic Mike. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's, there's loads where the films have come out Shining. The Shining? Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I forgot about Shawshank Shining. Redemption. Shawshank, Stand By Misery. Me. Stand it's based by off me. Um, Stephen yeah. King one, Green Mile. Yeah. I mean, they're the, the, the big, big ones. So he's uh, trying uh, to get what, all these Tommy like, different, Tommy yeah. things. He's done loads. Cujo. Absolutely. Christine. Carrie. Carrie. <laughs> Has he done Carrie? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. All right. Well, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to like get all these into sort of a series with uh, getting them all involved in in this show called Castle Rock. The dead zone. Um, in... <laughs> what was that, sorry? <laughs> I, I just kept naming them. <laughs> Dark half. Pull that Wikipedia page away. Bones. I'm literally not. <laughs> this, 14 away. This is the stuff that, that you um, know the top of your head, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. That's actually really yeah, impressive. Yeah, yeah, 14 away. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Uh, Cusack, weren't it? Yeah, John. Yeah. Speaking of which, Anne Cusack is in this. Not sure if she's a little later, but Is she? Not yeah. Joan, Anne. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Maybe we should wait for casting. For I'll me. wait for casting, yeah. yeah. Hold that one in your memory banks. So back in uh, February 17th, 2017, it was announced that Hulu, J.J. Abrams, and also uh, Stephen King, I'm saying his name right, J.J. Abrams. Yep, and yeah. you said Stephen King's name right this time Did as that? well, which is a good start. Oh, no. I didn't even Sounds know it was J.J. Abrams, that programme, actually. Did you not watch it? Well, well, I didn't see any um, flares anywhere. Yeah, I yeah. saw loads. Did you see loads of flares? Yeah, there's quite a few. Uh, I kind of feel like I need to look back at it. Right, <laughs> I need well. to watch it again just to look for flares. You got it, yeah. Glenn just literally read the trivia there. page on IMDb. He's not watched it. He <laughs> didn't say, lens flare. <laughs> Midway <Yeah. laughs> So the TV series would be written by Sam Shaw and Dustin Thomason and produced by Abrams Bad Robot Productions and distributed by Warner Brothers. This is the same production company which did uh, Cloverfield as well then. Well, same uh, Bad Robot. Bad, ro- yeah. bad, bad Robot's owned by JJ. JJ. Oh, does yeah. he actually own that? Yeah, he's... Oh, I'm learning he's... so much today. Hiya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's my turn I've seen Bad you. Robot on loads of stuff. Um, oh, yeah. I just didn't know that he owned that. Okay, carry on, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> After you, Pete. So let's get into the story of it all. 
Um, this is available on Hulu, which is an American uh, network TV yeah. network. It's not yeah. it's like a network. Apparently, you have to pay for it, like Netflix, like a subscription service. Yeah. Though. So it's the mm. same sort of experience that you get through yeah. uh, that. So I mean, we all it's... Uh, paid for this American subscription service. Yes, yes. yes. That's, all... that's correct. Nine dollars ninety nine for <laughs> monthly subscription. Yeah. What did you think about it anyway? Was you was you was you looking forward to it? Because if you knew, did I tell you that it was about Stephen? King yeah, or? yeah. I knew anyway. You From knew the name Castle Rock. Castle kind Rock. of gave it away a bit, but... right? Yeah, I, I think first time I heard about it, uh, Paige, you mentioned it on a on a night out. I think we was going to a beer festival, and you mentioned it on the way. And I thought you said Fraggle Rock at first. Yeah, which, <laughs> which to be fair, every time I hear Castle Rock, I think Fraggle Rock straight away. But you you did mention Down Castle then. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you mentioned it on the way that it was Stephen King and. And all these stories coming together in one, and yeah. you sold it for me just by saying that. And I'm not even a massive Stephen King. Well, I say I'm not a massive Stephen King fan, but every film I watch um, that so, he's written, um, so he's yeah. not written the film. It's basically all the all the films have been based off his books. In yeah. That sense. But as well, again, following on from last week, you're not a horror fan. You always say that you don't like horror. Films. No, <laughs> Stephen King is predominantly horror. I, th- I, th- I think when when we talk about Stephen King, okay, and and it being horror, fair enough. Um, it is a horror. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't like it. You yeah. didn't like it? No, no, I didn't like it. Yeah, there's loads of films that's come out that aren't necessarily horror films that he's brought out though. That's true. Yeah, true. And do you know what I mean all all the biggest films he's brought out aren't horror films? So Shawshank, yeah. Green Mile. Yeah, I mean the rest. <laughs> yeah, Shawshank ties heavily into this as well, doesn't it? Oh yeah, it does. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. That's the uh, the main prison. Yeah, that's based in uh, Castle Rock, and it does have a few little throwbacks to the Shawshank Redemption in it. If yeah. you hear about um, the warden the, the, when the new warden comes in, not I mean we're going to spoil things because it's one episode out of a possible ten. So yeah, it's, it's ten a pilot, minutes, right, so. yeah. Uh, they're talking about the new warden coming in. They're saying wardens don't seem to have a good time here, and then they mention one of the wardens, basically yeah. the warden who shot himself at the end shot of himself. Shawshank. Mm-hmm. And then you can still see the bullet in the wall. And that. Yeah, and it's yeah. Like, I noticed that straight away. Yeah, it ties yeah. it in with like the whole thing is tied in very, very densely with different Stephen King uh, yeah. stories. That's what the thing is. I think. I think mm. the main part about this series is going to be fan service, the Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so just seeing like different parts of uh, the stories that that's exactly told. what I said, Sarah. I said I kind of wish that I knew a bit more about a lot of Stephen King's books and that because I bet there's loads of stuff that it's showing you here. That's mm. that you're kind of looking at it and thinking, oh, that's that's that book, that's that book. Mm. Um, it, it is. It's not as much as you probably think in that episode. I've not seen any further ones, and I'm assuming it gets more. Um, obvious with certain ones and there's mm. going to be a few like little side notes I mean there's probably like lines of dialogue which have come direct from a book but unless you've yeah. read that book in the past I don't know yeah. Yeah. month or something you're not going to remember that line of dialogue no, are you? no. But um, it, it, I'm going to say this right now though the best way to see well the best way to find out about any easter eggs that are in there is to look at IMDB with all the trivia mm. yeah they do mention quite a bit in there I've only seen a little bits but yeah, I, see how it goes on and see I, s- can... I saw it I, I saw a couple of bits in there, which I don't know whether we should be mentioning it because I, I don't think it's kind of like he mentions it in the in the actual episode. So anyway, let's just move on. There's a few. I mean, there's one character who is kind of a, a mainstay of Castle Rock, and that's yeah. the um, not the sheriff 
Oh yeah, it is the sheriff. Yeah, the sheriff's <laughs> supposed to yeah. be mentioned. He in was in um, Needful Things, Dark yeah. Half, and then um, I mean I looked up to see if he was in any more. He mentioned in a couple of us Gerald's Game, which was a Netflix only mm. uh, TV show uh, film, which came out, which is the best way to describe Stephen King things to you. <laughs> Yeah. It's been on a screen. <laughs> it's been on TV. I might say on a screen, not a Kindle. You know? <laughs> Other reading devices are available. <laughs> so he had that feeling. I, I, I did start recognising the Shawshank prison. Is it because it says Shawshank Correctional Facility? It says something else, I'm sure. It says something else. It says it. on the back of the, uh, the bumper sticker of the um, uh, warden, the very beginning. The, yeah, the warden. Yeah, on the back of his uh, car. It shows Shawshank Correctional. Yeah. yeah, it says on the back of his... But uh, the actually showing the um, the prison itself, mm. there's a lot of parts in there where you could recognise it from the Shawshank Redemption. Mm. Where the, uh, the, that's not like a playing field. <laughs> it wouldn't be a playing field, but it's like another like little field that looks exactly like it. Well, I'm not too sure if they use the same place, the same uh, the same prison. I don't know, I, I didn't... It I might didn't, have been. I didn't look in too much into the trivia. But it looked very similar. Well, yeah. So that's how we all found about it the, from uh, the podcast. And I'm really, really interested because of that is Matt Bernardin guy mm. who did one of the... Uh, was one of the... Uh, not the showrunner, but he was one of the uh, writers for it. Yeah. And I really wanted to get into it and see what it was about because I do like Stephen King as well. There's a lot of... Uh, now the main cast of the uh, the main story is about the uh, the death row um, lawyer who yeah. tries to get these people. Henry lovely. Deaver. Henry Deaver, that's correct. Yeah, he was played by a guy called Andre Holland, who is a series lead role. You don't really learn much about him until halfway through, and it's mm. quite surprising. At the very beginning, yeah. he appears out of nowhere in the middle of a frozen lake. And it gets, well, he's found out that he's been missing for like 10 days. 11, I think it said. Yeah, 10 or 11 days or something like that. (laughs) Okay, one more than 10. (laughs) That day could have made all the difference. It gets really cold out there, apparently. Exactly, yeah. And you've got no frostbite. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, he's uh, trying to help out this lady who's uh, going through uh, on death row Mm. and... Something strange happens to her. She orders like really weird food as well. There's like a lobster <laughs> tail in there, isn't there? Yeah, and then cereal, cereal yeah. and a hamburger. <laughs> Maybe it's your last meal. Go yeah. all out. Don't yeah, you? Exactly. Yeah, I'm not going to eat all this. I just wanted to be in front of me. Just make it as awkward as possible. Try and stay your execution that bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> but what did you think about? Um, she was obviously she didn't, she didn't get an appeal or anything like that, mm. so, and she was being you know, sent to her demise, and. Uh, she woke up from the lethal injection. Yeah. Do you think that's going to be coming back in later mm, episodes? I, I, I'm not quite sure. I wasn't quite sure whether it was just trying to be, like, grim. Oh, it's in the sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think you're right there, actually, mm. Stairs. Maybe it's just to actually uh, build on the character a bit, because it, it was proper disturbing a bit. Yeah, he was trying to get back, because obviously once you've had yeah. the lethal injection, that's classed as you've died. If you mm. come round from that, You've had your death sentence. Oh, right. I didn't know that. What? No. No, what, no matter what. No, you, like, wake up during the... So if you survive the lethal injection, you, you After the period of time, which... I'm sure there's a certain period of time where it actually is a cut-off and it's like... Because you should be dead. It's a lethal injection. But if she came out... I mean, she was convulsing. She was fitting, yeah. isn't it? Um, Henry was, like, saying, I'm a witness. I'm a witness. Yeah. Because obviously they're going to smash the window. Kill down. her again. 
or make sure that she dies. I didn't know that. I didn't. I, I didn't know that was kind of like. Uh, that's what I wanted to pick up on. Know that page. Well, that's what I wanted to pick up on. Is that's it, the reason why I wanted to bring that up because I weren't too sure if if you survived the lethal injection, yeah. whose rights? Who's your who's your rights for your life? Then is it your your lawyer, the person who's as a witness, as Henry said mm. he was, because he seemed very forced about making sure that he was there, and they was like, mm. no, just. No, we're not mm. listening to you now. This is a, this is a, their life. Do you not? Um, did you ever watch the film Double Jeopardy? I've heard of it because that's about someone who's classified as dead, but then they're not, and therefore they can go around doing whatever they want, essentially, because <laughs> you can't convict a dead person. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's, no, that's yeah. something different to that. But I did like the idea. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the film itself's not great, but <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but but I thought he was quite good anyway. Uh, the, the the main guy in it. Um, I, yeah, I, th- I thought he seemed quite a good actor for for the small amount amount of time that he was in it because he, he yeah. wasn't in there massively. Well, they've got thought, to introduce everyone, don't they? So. Yeah, but I th- you could tell he was quite a decent actor. Yeah. And what did you think of people's um, reactions to him when he gets back to his hometown? Yeah, that was interesting, wasn't it? Because he gets called killer straight away, yeah, straight off the yeah. bat. Um, the, the the woman who plays Rose in Two and a Half Men. Because I'm not sure if it said her name in it. Rolls in two and a half men. Yeah. Um, she, Melanie Linsky. That's it, yeah. Uh, she's driving a car, isn't she? She sees yeah, him and she kind of like ducks down. Yeah. What about, uh, what about bef- this is a good part of it. What about before that, when she's getting drugs? drugs mm. And she mentions that you need to be, you need to have children to be a MILF. Mm. Now, do you think, was she, was she thinking... Like, could she read his mind, or do you reckon that she was uh, just from his thinking? Oh, just like, yeah, because he you know, doesn't like actually say anything, doesn't he? Not mm. he, no, he doesn't he say no. She just, yeah, like she just yeah, she just says that out of nowhere. And I'm thinking, is that what she thinks he's going to be saying, or mm. can she well, tell what she's saying? A bit later on, when she's holding, yeah, she's going through like a box of um, yeah, she is stuff, and she holds like a child's like parka jacket. Yeah, kind of idea, and like a look of horror comes over her face. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, well, why would you? Unless obviously it's going to say, oh, well, this came from somewhere, but she's not exactly searching through somewhere she's never been before. It doesn't seem anyway. Mm. So it looks like there might be something supernatural. Yeah, going I on think in she it. looked like yeah. a witch when she was going for it. Bit harsh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's stupid. Did they have hat. witches, Stephen King? Does he done one with witches? Probably. Yeah, Stephen yeah, King's done it. Must have done. Have you ever seen that Family Guy sketch where he's in there and he goes, uh, "A lamp." <laughs> 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 no, I haven't. I've not You're not even trying anymore, are you, Mister King? Uh, uh, okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll pay you. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I think that's I think that's char- that character's got something to build on. The, th- yeah. prob- the problem that I have with this first episode, you don't get much from it. Mm. it there's some beautiful views of we've been going back back to this as well, like the, these gorgeous like snowy areas yeah, of uh, we do forests we do. and winter, valleys. Isn't it? That's enjoy it. <laughs> is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. yeah. Just wait till summer. Yeah, we've, done that with, <laughs> we've done that with Hold the Dark and other ones where it's like this the beautiful views that you get. You don't get much character from anybody, really. Just bits and bobs, I, and it's not really involving anything. So you're going to have to watch the whole series to get a feel yeah. for what it's going to be like. I did look, and the first three episodes were released at the same time, and someone was actually, someone, uh, a reviewer of mm. the show was actually saying it. 
the first three episodes are like a three hour long pilot. Oh, oh right. right. Because they kind of like introduce more things mm. around it. So obviously we've done this wrong, but no. <laughs> it's um in that sense, it's we've just taken a small sample of what's happened and what's gone on and the characters are in it. And obviously it can't there's so many different characters which it yes. does introduce that you can't give a full backstory of everyone. So it kind of mm. leaves a bit of mystery mm. there for us to pick up yeah, on definitely. anyway. I mean there's mystery behind pretty much everyone in it so far. Mm. Well, yeah, and, c- compared to uh, what we watched uh, last week, it was pretty much like... Oh, the black and white one, which Glenn shows. <laughs> the black and white one? <laughs> Silent movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty much like, that's all the on the forefront of that, what isn't, this is what is going to be happening. On yeah. this, it's like, you're not really too sure what's going to no. be happening. There's a lot of confusion about this person who is, was found in Shawshank, and you don't really get to lead I mean, with we it. We can talk about it. Um, Bill Skarsgård plays him, doesn't he? The kid, yeah. Is he called? Because he doesn't actually mention a name. He does mention a name. Does he? He doesn't talk much. He just mentions one name. No, no, yeah, okay. He mentions a name, but it's not his. Yeah, yeah but That's it's not his. <laughs> no one knows so who his name is. So do we know what his name is in the actual show? The kid. Is that what it comes up? Oh, it does too. The kid. Yeah, Bill, the kid. <laughs> mm. oh, right, okay. Uh, did you know he plays It? I, I did hear yeah, yeah. Um, Sarah mentioned it when we was watching it. She mentioned it when you were watching it. Uh, yeah, it's too much. It. Henry's, it, Henry's mother as well. Sissy SpaceX. Oh yeah, Carrie. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Sissy SpaceX. I was looking was, uh, at her and think Henry's mother. Clista yeah. Flockhart's let herself go. That's <laughs> 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 oh. literally what I thought it was when I first saw it. Just, just, just oh, wait. So, it's so, only so, been that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> So just wait, his mother is who played Carrie in the original series. Yeah, yes. film, yeah. Sorry, in the original film. Oh, that's just blowing my mind. <laughs> no, the we'll main reason right why, the main reason why Sarah said, that's Carrie, that. And I went, oh my God, his mum's Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was like a massive twist. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I never know, it could be. You never know, that might happen. That might be the reason why she's been cast as, as that person, you know. Well, well so, you never know. I mean, Henry's, because uh, she's Henry's mum, and yeah. you see Henry's uh, dad's picture. Mm-hmm. I don't think you see anything actually of him, do you? Or uh, any flashbacks of him? Because his dad uh, died, which is part no. of the mystery. Of, yeah, there is, yes. there is a big mystery with um, mm. Henry's but Henry's yeah. adopted, clearly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. <laughs> um, but the, 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 but that's why they say killer, I'm presuming, isn't it? Because because um, when he disappeared, feeling, the dad yeah died as well, and it wasn't it something time. like he was frozen, he had his back broken or something, and someone mentions oh really that. Yeah, I must have missed that bit. Yeah, but going back, sorry, going back, we've, we've, we keep flitting about, but going back to Skarsgård's character, or the kid Billy, mm-hmm. um, the the uh, the the scene with the mouse, which to me screamed Green Mile anyway, because yes, it's a mouse yes. in a prison. Right. But that was a very, very heavy-handed kind of <laughs> mouse prison. Yeah, Stephen yeah, King yeah. film. Yeah. <laughs> That's what but, I mean. They're all little hints all the time mm, during it, and uh, but and... when you're watching that moment, because he, do you think he had control over that mouse? Do you think he moved it towards the trap the no. way he was looking at it? No, I, I don't. I don't do you think know? so. No. no, I think it was just like a little mention. I, I, There's something was... about him. I think he's got something. Well, well, we know there's something about him. Yeah, don't yeah, I know. <laughs> but I think that might have just been a little hint of he can manipulate things, minds. Do we need to mention um, on this podcast what um, about where we find him in that? Because, to be fair, we're talking about him, but 
I don't think we're actually painting a good picture for people. True, yeah, he's he's, he's found in a uh, septic tank underneath a closed off ward of the. Yeah, that's yeah, been closed off for, for ages block. too, hasn't it? It's a closed yeah. off it was, block. It was, it was. It looked like it had been like destroyed by something. Well, not destroyed. It's a riot, didn't they? Is it a riot? So yeah, it's a riot, and there's like loads of bodies and... like built up over. Yeah. yeah. These were all the well, bodies set on fire. But yeah. it was years back, wasn't it? And yeah. the the warden had never decided to clean it up and get it sorted. Yeah. And obviously, you find out, we can clearly say, yeah, yeah. that it's the warden who's been keeping the kid and in he, that cage. Mm-hmm. And he's been keeping to... him away from people, almost. But then no one knows anything about this kid. Yeah. Or how long he's been down there. True. Um, because well, th- there's a lot of talk about it being like 18, 20, 20 years, about the same time as that 1991, um, which is um, the right at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, yeah, the um, premise of the start, yeah. Well, um, the, the issue there is that um, the first initial uh, part of the episode was that the uh, warden topped himself, not he didn't top himself, what's it called? Asphyxiation? Mm-hmm. And just driven himself off the side of well, the... it looked worse than that when, when you saw it. It was proper bloody. It was like he... His head came off. Also. Yeah, he tied his head. Yeah, well, they said that they couldn't find the head, didn't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah he basically, you go on page, I'll let you uh, describe this. I'm going to jump around a bit right now. <laughs> <laughs> so that was at the beginning, where don't for some it. reason, you don't understand why, he's just driven off the side of a cliff into this lake. And at the end of it, the very end of it, he mentions to, well, you see the warden in this underground tank thing saying to the kid that you need to ask for one name I mean, so it tells him like say oh yeah make sure you mention this person Henry Diva which is Henry Mitchell Michael Diva no, Diva Matthew Henry, Henry, Henry Matthew, Matthew Diva Diva Diva, Diva. Dina <laughs> Diva yeah Diva 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 as in Mariah Carey ah right okay uh, but yeah so they find this Hen- Henry Diva uh, he, he says like ask for this Henry Diva ask for yeah ask and for then person. when he finally gets found out like, um, well, like I said, I think it's going to be what you're saying about probably 20, maybe not quite 20 years later. For some reason, I thought it was 30, but I don't know why. Okay. It might have been about 20. But it's but a long time. It's, yeah, it? that, that, that part has been closed off for so, for so long that yeah. no one's ever used it. The new warden comes in, doesn't understand the reason why that's been closed off. And as soon as they get two of the guards to go and look at the place, they find that this kid is locked up in the little cage inside the cistern mm. tanks of the of this uh, of this uh, part of the prison. Yeah, doesn't say anything, doesn't talk, gets locked up <laughs> and kept away from the public. And then, well, well, I the guess real Henry, prisoner, the it? real Henry Diva comes back from a mysterious phone call that he gets given from one of the guards who found the kid. He comes back and is the warden, the new warden. And Cusack here plays a part of the new warden. <laughs> and she keeps it a secret from him as well. So he's like, oh, what's going on here? So I don't know where it's going to go next for me. Is I, it he obviously is going to try and search a bit more into it into after this. Is it a secret or is he? Is she not know? What, no what, one um, seems to know anything what, about is? this guy. Yeah. No, no, yeah. No one, I don't no think one knows. nobody knows. You don't think nobody knows? No. Double negative. You think everyone knows? <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously the, the previous warden was keeping him there. Yeah. Who knows how long? Maybe for as many years as the that block has been closed. Mm. But it's just there's too much mystery. You 
you can't get a decent feel of how this series is going to go on the first episode. As you said, that the first three episodes were released at the same time. Yeah. So that's got to try and grasp you. But that, I think that's... On this um, first one, there's not a lot given. I think that's what's good about it, though. Like, this, this Don't so play many... you on too early, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there's, there's so many... Because when you go on about characters... <laughs> There's just so many characters that um, you want to know more about because it doesn't give you any detail of like who they are. It just gives you little glimpses. Um, yeah, like little yeah. glimpses. Yeah, touch of salt. Yeah, yeah. The, the sheriff, for instance, who's retired and is now with his mum, uh, with Henry's mum. Oh right, yeah, stick. Oh yeah, yeah. oh daredevil. Yeah, <laughs> is, is he? <laughs> but I mean, he's one who found Henry. Yes, way about yes. when. After the 10 days. Mm. And his mum's suffering from, I'm assuming, dementia. Yeah, Some sort of dementia, yeah. Yeah, and so there's so much there to go off. Mm-hmm. He's still kind of a bit standoffish about him. And then you've also got the way that he can't remember what happened um, when he was found as a kid. Um, what's his name? Henry. Um, Henry. Can no one remember this guy's name? <laughs> Mr. Deeves. <laughs> He's the main guy so far. watched one episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Henry... Um, uh, when he gets found as a kid, we, we mentioned before that uh, there was 11 days uh, where he didn't actually catch hyperthermia or anything. So there's mm. some mystery there yeah. about what's going on. I, I, I kind of get that feeling. I know what's going to happen regarding that. I have a feeling that's something to do with Dreamcatchers. Would he go down? With Dreamcatcher, the, the... The film. Book. Yeah, like UFOs. <laughs> I'm, going I'm going down UFO style. To be fair, Stephen King, it could be literally anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could be another universe. D- yeah. Does did the warden have something to do with it? In the sense that he said he, he killed himself, mm. the warden, as we mentioned. But he also obviously tells the kid that name in order to get mm. him to basically come to Castle Rock or but, come back to Castle Rock because someone's overheard it. And but why him bring him? Back, why kill yourself there and then, like at that time? Well, he's got guilt. He was struggling with the prison anyway, wasn't wasn't there? Did it say that? There, there was struggles with the... I don't know if it was... They were trying to get more people or more, more beds into the prison, weren't they? There yeah, they were some... counting beds when you were going to that, that block that was closed off. Yeah, yeah but that's only because so they, they knew it was a closed off um, section, though, weren't they? And they mm. were just making sure there was enough beds they in They mentioned that. something about pressure uh, like from above. All mm. oh, right, okay. Yeah. So um, I can't remember the exact um, phrase which they no. used. But that would have added to the pressure for the warden. I mean, he, he, everything seemed hungry-dory in his life when he first gets introduced. He's got his wife there who, I yeah. can't remember her name, but she's been in um, American Horror Story quite a lot. She's quite a big like recurring character in that. I've said one's a recurring character in American Horror Story, but it doesn't seem right that she's not going to have more say in what's going to be happening. Because mm. obviously there's going to be some investigation going on into his death and why he's done this. Mm. Because otherwise that would be a really, really big loose end. So yeah, she's going to be brought back into it, surely. Yeah. it's um. Th- th- there's a lot of mystery in it. I like it. I like I, I, the mystery. I, I, yeah, I think yeah. it's good. Mm. Yeah. Because I'm a bit here and there. But no, when you say there. about the mystery in that, and am I all right with it? A lot of people were, like, say something like Lost. Lost had that kind of, so many different kind of mysteries and things going on. And that. J.J. Abrams. And then it, yeah, J.J. Abrams. And then it just turned into a muddled mess by the end of it. Yeah. 
where well, he, he put himself in the corner and he couldn't get out. That's, exactly, that was the issue. And I, I'm praying to God that he hasn't done that with this as well. Well, Hulu have, have already stated that they're going to bring out in its season two. And I've read that it's a separate story. Hopefully, based in Castle Rock, or else what's the point of calling yeah. it the same name? Unless it's in Derry. Can we not? Um... It's in Derry. No, Derry's further over. Garden Chair Derry. Don't know which way. There's only one of many producers, though. There's, mm. there's about there's about ten producers. I know, on the actual one episode. Yeah, he's so, an executive so, producer. Yeah, so... Um, about five, isn't it? Five or six. Yeah, but you can't imagine he's just there to go, yeah, it looks all right, lads. But, but Stephen King is the writer. So so the difference is there is that J.J. Abrams is just a producer. He's not actually written this story. Has Stephen King written the full story? No. Nope. It says written by, when you go on IMDb. Is it not based on things written by? Oh, it could it be. Is, yeah, uh, oh, the, yeah, based the, on characters. So. He's an yeah. executive producer, so he gets a final say as well as J.J. Yeah. Um, the, they have like a, I don't think about 10 different writers. They've all taken, they've all done like a, like a show run. For it all, but they've also made sure that the, each writer in that sh- in in the uh, in the writers' room, they've all done an episode each, right. and that's how they've done it. So they've all got their story, but they've all been able to ex- express their own story mm. within each episode. So it may get overfilled, convoluted. Yeah. So I that's if you've got one writer, granted, yeah, you can run out of ideas. But if it's if like um, if you've got, sh- if said, got like one showrunner. To make sure that it get, keeps it in track, yeah. and just like give the reins for that person for that episode, it may work out okay. But just imagine if you come in at episode eight, you've just seen episode six, and you think, "Yeah, I know where I'm going from here." And episode seven just throws a massive curveball. Exactly, I have no idea what I'm doing now. I think that's what might happen, uh, and that's a worrying aspect. That's why I like it when there's one writer for the thing. And considering Castle Rock, this seems to be that this first season seems to be contained. I'm assuming as as a contained story. I'm assuming the second season, when they said it's going to be a different story, it's still going to touch upon things which have happened, but it's going to also expand out into different areas of um, the Stephen King expanded universe. Yes. Or the SKEU. <laughs> <laughs> That's what going to have to name it now. SKEU. <laughs> Always better than DCEU. <laughs> So where do you think it's going to happen next? Anyway, have you got any like ideas of where this is going or where it's going to be leading up to? Oh, what will be anywhere. the final episode? The final episode? Of series one, yeah. It's going to be a musical, isn't it? More yeah. than likely. Yeah. <laughs> Buff it about by a slayer, yeah. jump out and yeah. give a tune. Um, It'd be the night flyer version. Though. Be. I haven't got a clue, to be honest. There's not. It's, there's mm. so much happening in that first episode. At first, when I, when I started watching it, you had... The kid that got found in 1991. Then it jumped to the sheriff killing himself. Yeah. And right at the beginning, it was just jumping from one thing to another so fast. Forward and backwards, though. It was, it, yeah, 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 it was yeah, difficult yeah. to keep yeah. track of first. Because you had that 1991. Then he kills himself. Then they find a guy in Shawshank prison. Then it goes to uh, Texas where uh, a woman gets killed. Uh, by electric chair and then comes back to life again. It's from electric one... chair. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lethal injection. <laughs> yeah, but it was electric yeah. chair. It just it didn't she... turn it on. She... They just injected her instead. She was convoluted. Right. <laughs> convoluted. Convulsive. Convoluted. We haven't had a death sentence for over one hundred and fifty years. That's what she said, didn't she? The warden and Cusack. 
But um, it just went from... Um, <laughs> Good job. <laughs> right at the beginning, there was so much stuff happening. It was. That's that, what I that felt. I, I, I felt I, I weren't enjoying it at first. No, it was like, I've got, yeah. to, keep, I've got to keep all this in my head. I've got to keep yeah. all this in my head, what's going on. But there was also... Yeah. And it sort of spread out as it as the yeah. episode went on. It's not like, right, okay, so the Calm main down, character is the Henry Diva. Yeah. You've got yeah. to concentrate on this person. That's the thing. The main character is Henry Diva. For me, the main mystery is the, the kid, kid and the warden. Mm. And it's going to be something to do with those three. And I think the others are just going to be kind of like extra characters. As we mentioned. Or mini stories. As we possibly. mentioned about Stephen King. Well, no, I think King. it's all going to be You in, think it's all going to be intertwined. Yeah, Stephen yeah. King intertwined It's got to be. But the thing is about Stephen King is he's done so much varied work mm. that you don't know where it's going to go. Mm. I don't know where it's going to go. I, I'm thinking that he actually said his real, the kid said his real name. That's what I think. You think the kid is Henry Deeb? I think he is. What? But, and, what? And but, he stole his name? No. <laughs> I think he originally was him before he was not adopted, but went missing for the 11 days. 11 days. 11 in, days. 11 days in the cold turns you black. Is that what you're <laughs> trying to say? <laughs> no. You never know. It's Stephen King, for fuck's sake. <laughs> True. But that, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking something really, really weird is happening. And I'm sure that that woman, what's her name, uh, rolls from two, eight, two and a half two, men, two and a half, two and a half blokes. <laughs> I think she's got some kind of like spiritual <laughs> as a witch or something like that. <laughs> so, no, I th- so I'm I th- thinking there's some sort of supernatural element about that. Also, the end sequence with the the kid, where yeah. the warden who called Henry to come through, he's mm-hmm. the one who found him and everything like that. He's in um, like surveillance room, and then all of a sudden. One of the yes. cameras where he's actually in goes dead, and then yeah. he comes back up. He's not there, and then he obviously yeah. he walks towards the camera. But probably the most creepy moment of the episode. Yeah, and then there's a lot of dead bodies around and everything mm. like that. Presses the alarm. The moment that's going on is the moment when Henry's having his sort of flashback, where I'm assuming it's a, a, like a young version of him appears behind him. Yeah, from yeah, what yeah. I could tell. Yeah, it was. From, yeah, yeah, and then obviously that just flicks back again. Yeah. Is that just him having some sort of like hallucination, or is it something mm. linked in with it? Or there's going to there's gonna be links somewhere. I don't think it's a hallucination. I think that's happened. But, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, this is a problem. But this is the thing: is I really want to keep watching this. I watched it with Kaylee. She really wants to keep watching. Yeah, this. yeah. Same here. Uh, out <laughs> of all the ones that we watched, yeah, this is the first one that Sarah said, "Are we watching the next one?" And I said, "I can't." <laughs> <laughs> well, so, I, I came to pick you up last night. Well, yeah. I didn't come to pick you up. I came round to to give it get a lift. She said to me, "Have you watched the rest of the series?" And I was like, "No, I haven't seen anything yet." And she was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." It's, 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 it's the worst time. Know. She, I just said to her, I said, I can't because we're doing this podcast. Yeah. And when we got home today, I, you know, like we sat down having our tea and um, I said to her, I said, what do you want to watch? And she goes, we're not watching that Stephen King thing. And I said, I can't. We're watching the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So I'm definitely going to watch it. This mate. is why I watch it on a Tuesday strange. night. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. In, in my head right now, I think it's a bit too long winded. There's nothing there to grasp me to say, oh, I've got to say, how long is this going to drag on? Stephen King novels, Stephen King films, and even mm. always slow starters. Yes, exactly. That's the issue. Yeah, no, but, I don't but that's think not that's an issue in the just... sense that you know. Yeah, it, obviously, yeah, you say it flitted around a bit, but mm. to actually expand on what's going on, mm. there's only been really one thing where you're going, <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, so, so what you're saying is that when you say slow starters, they keep the mystery going for a bit longer. Yeah, or too so. long, where you start Ooh, getting bored and you think, too long. do I need to watch more? That, that's bored. going down the lost route, though, isn't it? Lost, lost was like that. JJ's, yeah. JJ. Old bad robot. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, on a summary, it was a very, very good show to watch. If you don't get much information from the first episode, mm. but by the last episode, what do you expect? I expect some of the mysteries to be solved. <laughs> All of them? I'd assume if it's only for the whole of the season and it's a self-contained story, essentially, within that season, mm-hmm. surely they should have been able to tie up every loose end. Because... I think, well, I don't think they will. I think they'll tie up one loose end, tops. I expect scares, frills, and laughter. You know what scares? <laughs> <laughs> and, and some musical numbers. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of which, we haven't mentioned the music. Did anyone listen to it? Did anyone notice it? Well, a mile away from so- Tulsa. Didn't no, we... there was a song in there actually. Yeah, yeah. There's got a mile. Oh yeah, we, yeah. It's we, we do. That, all, yeah. It's usually Gray who goes. So, what did you think of the music? Yeah. It's like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to me, that's that. That's a good program. That though, that where the music just goes on in the background and and it's part of the yeah, and it's actually part of the actual mm. program. That's the best go, time. Yeah, if, if if a lot of the time, if it plays something which. You know, if, if Sweet Home Alabama came on, because everyone knows that song, it's like, and you're just humming along to it, it, it kind of yeah. takes away from what's going on on the screen. Personally, I would love to carry on watching this. You would? Yeah, definitely All me right. and Kaylee yes. are going to carry on watching this. I reckon we should have a, a, a watching party. Okay. All right, oh, I'm not sure about that. Well, come it, on, I like birthday's coming up staying soon. at home watching stuff. All right, stay home and watch your stuff. Yeah, we'll come round. Yeah, we'll come round <laughs> to you. <laughs> we'll use your Hulu account. I, I don't know what, I'll, I'll put a webcam on, and if you want, you can watch. I'm not watching more. anything on more on your webcam, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> just the once that's that's just the once <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be watching the next episodes and we'll see where this story goes yeah I guess it's something okay. we can talk about in the future this too then if we're all watching it I love well, it all depends on um, oh then again spoilers though spoilers yeah actually maybe we shouldn't don't want to spoil it for everyone well we can just go so what did you speaking... think of that episode oh it was good wasn't it <laughs> yeah exactly yeah we can say how evolved that we got into it and just like say how has has anyone actually finished watching but, a series we've I finished Homecoming. I finished Homecoming. I finished yeah. Maniac. I finished Maniac. I'm, finished I'm Maniac. about three episodes into Homecoming. Yeah. I think Homecoming is dragging a little bit. Maniac was not the way. Yeah, it, it, went. it went miles out the way we oh, well, suggested. We'll, t- we'll talk about this later because I don't mm. think I'm going to go around to watching that mm. Maniac. I don't think I'm going to have time to watch it. Don't have to if you don't want to. Great. All right, so uh, we're going to go on to uh, the section commonly known as Getting to Know You with Adam Page. Getting to know all about you, getting to know you. And now here's your host, Adam Page, taking center stage. Yeah. Oh, I, I, Castle Rock. <laughs> Stes didn't add that at the end there. Oh. <laughs> that was actually recorded. It started off really well and then it just yeah. didn't finish. He, did, he put a bit too much echo. I think you uh, chose the uh... reverb. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sing. Just, it's the just, I can't sing. Just, the stadium reverb on that option there. You just wanted just a finish to that though, and it just didn't really finish. I started at like. It just kind of stopped. Yeah, I know, because if it carried on, I'd been here for quite a long time. I've got like 30 seconds I can actually work with. <laughs> <laughs> and I was about 26. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
And oh, there we go. That's the first and last time you're going to hear me singing on the uh, intro <laughs> to this. Did you record that? It's only yeah. fucking ages. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll play it as the outro as well, just because it took me that long. Anyway, okay. uh, so what is your question for? Well, first of all, I just want to say Jim Henson rocks in the fraggles. And castles. Uh, I'm going to take this opportunity because Grey is not here. Oh, just wait. That was Fraggle Rock that you were Fuck singing. me. Oh, my <laughs> Jesus. Penny drops. Fuck me. Oh, I was trying to think. What, ah. what, what, what song is that that, you, that you're copying? Oh, yeah, that's brilliant. Okay, sorry. Go on. <laughs> Do you want us to rewind it? No, no, no. There's you. Uh... So anyway, yeah. So Grey's not here. Missing loads. Missing like, like a little teen. Um, but I do that know deep, sexy voice, yeah. that me, Stez, mm-hmm. and also Glenn, yep. have been in bands. We have. Oh, We've been on stage. I, I didn't know you'd been in a band page. So I want to know a little bit about it, really. A bit of the details, a bit of the interest of uh, how you went on with it, uh, what you enjoyed, what you didn't like. So uh, if you could like do a bit of a backstory of uh, how you got into being in the band, how you did in the band, what you liked about it, and what were your hates about it as well, really. If anyone wants to take it to the centre stage and go first, then... Glenn was in the more successful band, you I'd can't, say. You can't shout on other people. Yeah, yeah, tell your I own know. Story. That, 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 was a bit like, that was a bit like, who's going first? Well, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> right, fine. <laughs> fine. Put, put, put I'd like to me. tell that Glenn should go first. Well, well come on, I'll, I'll go first. Go then. So, so um, I got into a band at college. Uh, it was me and four mates. One of them, actually, says, I don't know if you know, but it started off with looking at Lloyd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, under Glow, he was in. Yes. Should yes. I like, dub these names out because they shouldn't really be on the podcast? Oh, oh sorry. Logan, uh... <laughs> 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 um... I'll. <laughs> so, anyway, so, we, so we, we, we were just kind of like playing in college, and um, uh, it, it started off um, quite good. Like, uh, um, I would say we sounded a bit like Deftones type style, and then. You? Yeah. Deftones? Yes. Wow. Yes. Um, right. But, like, a bit like Radiohead Deftones. Um, wow. Radio tones. Yeah. So, so radio tones. <laughs> deaf head. Yeah. Oh, deaf head. <laughs> Sounds better. I should um, bet on the name. <laughs> and, then, and then from that, um, uh, we lost Clint. Um, he wanted God, to... Uh, to what? <laughs> to what? <laughs> to, to being in another band, he wanted to go more down the radio head route. Okay? Oh, yeah. And, well. and, and we, we stay with the metal. Okay. Not that kind of metal, though. More metal. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, we joined the band. Um, we became Inertia Rise and we kind of like played quite a lot of gigs all around the UK and that. Um, Inertia and Rise? Inertia Rise. Yeah, yes. I've heard of them. Just yeah, now? Or... Pro- probably because maybe Stez has mentioned us or I've mentioned us. Yeah, if you heard that fucking um, band, Inertia Rise. <laughs> there's, there's no other way you could have heard it. <laughs> no, no, no. Have you ever been to Leicester? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes, I have actually. Yeah, but we played a, a lot of gigs in the UK, which was uh, it was really fun. Uh, it's always the best part about being in a band, playing gigs and that. Uh, well, actually, no, I lie. Wouldn't you? Would you say the best part of being in a band is actually writing the music or actually playing live? Playing live is the biggest buzz you can possibly get. I think. Yeah, but but it's only good playing live. Because you're playing your songs, so isn't the writing of the songs the best part? No. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is it because you didn't write any of your songs? I wrote quite a lot of the lyrics in our one, but I mean, we're talking about Glenn's band first. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, we, we brought um, a CD out, 
uh, which, which is called uh, which is called Recede. Um, the uh, airline. You can buy this on Amazon, by the way. Can if, you? If, if you look it up, yeah. Nine ninety nine for free tracks. Jesus Christ! I got Jesus Christ! Nine ninety nine for free tracks. I know. You were rocking, making it. I know. I, I, don't know. I got off Glenn's MP3 player. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I've even got the actual version, to be honest. But uh, yeah, so 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 we're on there. Um, we have a YouTube video on there uh, because we actually made a proper video, which cost about cost quite quite a bit of money, mm. and it's by um, by this kind of like director that did quite a lot of. <laughs> sorry, Grace. So, sorry, yeah, Grace pictures just popped up as though as though he was interested in that little bit. He looks interested. <laughs> He's looking towards you as well. I know. <laughs> So uh, so we made a video and uh, that was that was really good too. I mean, where can you get the video on YouTube? Yeah, on you, YouTube. You can see yeah. you can see it. Glenn. It must have been about fifteen years ago now. Yes. Mm. No, possibly not fifteen. Probably about twelve or eleven. I don't know. I think I was. Uh, you I were think young. I was nineteen. Oh right, so thirty. 40 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... <laughs> um, yeah, so um, so there was that, and then there was the other band that was in, uh, Hector. Read a lot about Hector. Yeah, yeah. Hector was more like punk music. Uh, I would, would you say punk music? It's like, it was like a very garagey kind of, almost hives-like, but more shouty. Yeah. More yeah, old school a, punk mixed with the hives. Yeah, it's not a, a bad thing. It was quite poppy too in places. Exactly, hence yeah. the hives. Yeah, okay. Okay, for hives. Good, good shout. Um, and I really enjoyed oh. being in that one too. We, we had some, like, like a one, the drummer. He was phenomenal, yeah. Yeah, amazing drummer. And uh, yeah, so that was the other band I was in. Nice one. On Stess. So what would you say that was the... Oh, back to close. Like... <laughs> What, what if you could be in a band again? What would you be looking for to be in that band? Like, what are the highlights? Being in that band? No, not in that band. Oh. But if you started a band again today, what would be the main influences of you? I know being? what he's doing. No, <laughs> no. he's trying to start a band. You can see it, can't you? Yeah, yeah. We're all bass players, <laughs> so it'd be the worst band ever. What a bet! <laughs> Sexiest band ever. Or, or we could be the start. We could be the start of the bass guitar generation, though. No, but what did you enjoy most about being in the band? Being on stage or well, just rehearsing? No, I I, I really enjoyed rehearsing. Me, I, I kind of uh, I, I liked being on stage and that being on the, you know like everybody likes being on stage, but. I kind of liked just writing songs. I think that's the thing that I, I miss the most about being in the band. So you wrote actually, songs? Well, I helped write songs. Okay. So, so for example... You wrote the bass line. Well, it's a bit like the guitarist would come in and go, I've brought a riff. And he plays this riff. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's good, that. And then you notice that all he's got is a riff. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, right, what, what are you going to do with that? Well... I'm thinking of playing this for verse So you're, you're writing on top of that riff? Yeah, and then so you I enjoyed, got, like, yeah, you need something else with that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Why don't you add this to it? So so the, the thing is, to me, a band adds on. We You all work together to actually make a song, don't you? Not one person goes in and makes a song from start to finish. The drums, the bass and everything, don't they not? Do you agree with that? It depends what band you're in. Because there are some bands that do like to take the overall artistry and make sure that every single person's writing the song that you want to write. But to me, that's not a band, that. 
Exactly. Yeah. But they get all the credit. Well, well, the thing is, is that as a bass player, as you know, um, the bass players get no credit whatsoever. But yeah. they get all the girls. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. And to be fair, I quite like the idea. I didn't really, I wasn't centre of attention of a fashion. But maybe that's why I enjoyed... Yeah, you dance around a lot, though. In Hector, you did, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, in Hector, um, I would say because Inertia Rise was a free piece. Right. I kind of think that I probably stood out a bit more in Inertia Rise because technically you only had two people up front of stage and you had the drummer at the back. Drummer's always at the back. Drummer's always at the back. But yeah, I would say that's the thing that I miss the most, actually writing songs. But what you're saying there is that someone was writing writing a riff Mm -hmm. and you was helping create the song. Yeah. That's pretty cool, yeah. I do, I do like that. I do like a... Uh, a communal. Yeah, communal way of writing yeah. the whole music together. And, 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 and that, that, that is that's good. what it should be. That's what it should, it should be. Yeah. Um, one person brings in an idea and says, I've got this, what do you think? Somebody else goes, yeah, I like it, but why don't you add this to it? And then the next person goes, I've got a drum beat for that. By the way, the drummer says that bit. I've got a drum beat for that. The next person <laughs> the next along. Person, yeah. The guy who runs the recording studio. Yeah. I've the got sing, a plate for that. The singer goes, I've got a drum beat for that. <laughs> and the drummer goes, fuck off. <laughs> I'm stealing my job. To me, that's how it should be. And um, If you're in a band, then yes. You should yes. all take like creative control. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And responsibility. Yes. Just in case it's terrible. So, stairs. When did you start playing music? <laughs> uh, I started going to the toilet about. <laughs> Good segue. Um, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I went into that. Uh, so I started. I, I mean, I first picked up a bass. Uh, I've, I've got uh, like a um, uh, old secondhand one from Cash Generator or something like that. Nice. Um, nice. Shout out! Shout out! Nice. What make? Uh, encore, obviously. Of course, encore. <laughs> oh, encores yeah. are the best guitars, best guitars ever. Ask <laughs> quite. You, you could throw them anywhere and they'd still survive. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, this looked like it had been thrown around anyway before I bought it. Yeah. But, but I mean, exactly. I we'd, we'd started a band, essentially, yeah. um, despite only, um, oh, I can say his name because he'd like to hear his name anyway, Nilven. Oh, um, yeah, he does, yeah. Only <laughs> uh, knew how to play an instrument. Oh, knew how to play the drums, actually, to a point. Who? Uh, the drummer. Was it's a surname. It's an amazing surname. Yeah, yeah. You have to understand that a lot of these bands, uh, a lot of these bands of people. If you have a, 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 a name amazing. like that, you have to be in a band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. Except, except the uh, is it? Um, he plays for MK Dons or I played for MK Dons. Um, yeah. Such a great name. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> he, he needs to be in a band, doesn't he? <laughs> not playing football or in his own series. Yeah. <laughs> if he's not got shot power twenty, I don't know what. <laughs> I agree. We digress. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was in that band for about six months. Then I got told that I'd be taken out of the band if I didn't learn to play the bass because it, it took pride of place in my uh, wardrobe and I just hadn't done anything. So I started trying to learn things through tablature and learnt it upside down because... So, just wait. <laughs> so you were in a band, roll. but you didn't know how to play the bass? Yeah, yeah. We were young and stupid. We were like 15, 14, 15, something like that. All oh, right, okay. Uh, and then by the time we hit 16, we'd started putting a bit together. I'd already been in one sort of band with the most embarrassing name ever. Um, at the time, it didn't seem as bad. Now, it never does. Now it does. Uh, it was the Sir Jimmy Savile experience. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. 
I might have to bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep that in. That's what we were called. <laughs> and that was for um, you know, the GCSE piece. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> well, the way that he calls it a piece. Oh, <laughs> GCSE. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we were of that age yeah, as well. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we'd, we'd done that. And then we, we started a band called Temporary Amnesia. So, yeah, it was me... As you both know, yes. uh, and and then we had a lead singer who um, he was a singer. Uh, we went to record our first CD, like self-funded and everything like that. Uh, but he had drama lessons. He didn't want to because he was big into his drama. Mm. He didn't want to miss them, so it ended up being a bit of a fallout between friends. And he left the band. Milford came in last minute to do the the singing over the top. I mean, Milford can sing, so it was kind of handy, and he did sing one song anyway the fact is that now uh the lad who uh used to be the lead singer called Slornovich he's uh gone on to be a playwright and uh he's got a ghost name or something no no it's about um during uh the war in Sheffield like a group of lads and it went over to Broadway oh. <laughs> and like it's been reviewed by the New York Times and everything like that he's, he's blew up blew up but yeah. it's it's so yeah it's apparently good. it's supposed to be brilliant and I mean full, full marks I've gone on to become an accountant He's gone on to become a playwright. Yeah, yeah but yeah, he could have carried on being singer <laughs> oh, at I'd rather, and I'm sure he would rather, the <laughs> fact that he went to those <laughs> driver <laughs> lessons, <laughs> picked up <laughs> that and <laughs> carried on. So he definitely got the uh, best out of it. Uh, but either way, yeah, so that we ended up with that and then we added Glenn yep. to our um I keep band. forgetting wasn't it? Yeah, so Glenn on guitar, myself on bass, no drums. Uh, we played very local. Mm. Uh, so Manchester. What Wigan. was his band called again? Sorry. Tempe Amnesia. If I remember right, like, wasn't Hidley. Temporary Amnesia, it was quite, the, the music was quite metal wasn't it? It started off pop punk. Right. Because that's what we all listen to. I could to imagine Devlin singing that. Yeah, and then we, yeah. as our music taste changed, basically we moved with the way the scene was going the to trend. the time. The scene. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Because we wanted to get more people listening. So mm-hmm. we moved into that kind of screamo kind of phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, and therefore became a bit more metal, but still with the fact that I just played like scar bass lines over things still. Yeah. So no matter what they were playing, I was still going to do 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 do. So 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 because me me and Stez played a gig together. Yeah, uh, it was it Hindley? Yes, it was Hindley. I can't remember. Um, being the singer. Yeah, he was the singer. Was he the singer that night? He was the singer. I did backing vocals essentially. Oh, then again, I don't think I knew Hindley that much. No, that. but um, I don't know. If basically, joking, that but... band came to a demise because we played with a band called Fifty Two Teenagers, who were a very, very good band, and their bassist was leaving. How many people were in the band? Four grown men. Poof, that's a lot of teenagers <laughs> <laughs> for four grown men. I know. <laughs> um, so Neil Venn ended up leaving to go and join them. I mean, we played three gigs in three days. At one point, including the Academy Three Sporting Breed '77, which is probably the best, yeah, or the biggest yeah, big, big gig that. we did at the time, because they were like uh, big on Kerrang. Mm. So that was like the middle of that, and then we played—I can't remember who it was—but we played one song essentially because it was a, a battle of oh, an all-day band festival thing. And we were last on because we'd played with Breed '77 the day before, uh, mm. and they only had enough time for us to play one song. So we'd gone out all day, sat oh there all God. day. Got on stage, played one song, and then came off again. Oh my god, that, yeah. that's how I've ordered that. Uh, I wouldn't have even played. And then that fifty-two teenagers oh, needed a new bassist. Neil yeah. went and joined them. Obviously, our main guitarist slash main singer just killed the band off in- instantly. Um, oh shame. So I joined another band 
called Acacia Scripts, which is oh, a terrible yeah. name. Wasn't that not the band that I played? That was very screamy. Yeah, and it wasn't that when we played together. Glenn played the same band as you. Wasn't, wasn't it Acacia Scripts rather than Temporary Amnesia? It might have been actually done. I yeah, think I, I think you were there. Very screamy. Yeah, you were there definitely when we played as. Oh yeah, it was it was top spot as well. Yeah, we yeah. played there a few times. I thought <laughs> I can't remember Nilved on, on that one anyway. That's how we played. We, we started this uh, band called Tempo Amnesia, which was again myself, yes. and Hoa, the drummer, uh, and we added in Nicky Moore, yes, yes, uh, it was guitarist, that one. Yeah, yeah. and most lead singer at the time. That was our lineup, and when I was saying about. I think someone was saying about uh, everyone wants to play on stage. I think that's, that's a great thing. They must have stage fright. He had uh, not issues, but he pref- seems at the time he seemed to prefer uh, recording and rehearsing as opposed to actually playing live, as did Tommy. Yeah. Whereas so, yeah. myself, uh, well, myself, I think just me and Pua prefer to play live, but that's because what we knew in the last band. And so playing live to me, I kind of like really enjoyed it. I was on bass again. Uh, and guitar, uh, we must be singing. No drums, and then we added in Hinolfs. I don't know why I looked at you. Oh, good old Hinolfs. Yeah, see. Yeah. <laughs> massive hands. Yeah, he's got massive hands, yeah. He has got massive hands. His hands were like twice the size of mine, and he was a bassist by trade, but played guitar for us. And then At I, the same time, because he's got those hands. I moved off bass. He went on to bass. I just moved on to vocals, because we did like a kind of a dual vocal. Yeah, you must I, could sing yes, and scream, did. and I just screamed. Uh, and then it kind of just lost its way a bit. We weren't gigging and everything like that and it just kind of like flitted by the wayside yeah. uh, what happened after that uh, I've tried to get in other bands usually with Nilfed and his guitarist he used to work being with 52 Teenagers we've had a few rehearsals and that but it's just about everyone's got families now everyone's got things going on yeah, when we're younger you, yeah. 52 Teenagers a teenager a week yes yeah game I, I have no idea it's not my band that one so I couldn't tell you mm. why they came up with it and or it anything sounds, else. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound right when you've when you've mentioned it, it like is, that. Yeah. <laughs> when you whittle it down. Not in these day mm, and age. In this no, day and age. No, you can't set no. stuff. That, Especially like that when you days. start off with a band called the Jimmy Savile Experience. So. Sir, good, good show. Sir, yeah, he wasn't a sir at the time, but we 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 actually not idolised, but we 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 always like said about Sir Jimmy Savile. We were big Rolf Harris fans. <laughs> I, I'm sure everyone at the time uh, when they came out. Lost, like lost profits, Shinobi versus Dragon Ninja, an absolute classic. <laughs> yeah. See, I knew straight away. Do you know what I mean? I weren't really into all that. You didn't man. like that song, Shinobi versus no, Dragon no. Ninja. There, there, there was a couple of them that they brought out. When they're, um, what's that one with the the rooftops or something? It's yeah. called rooftops. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it wasn't the one that they brought out near there. That was really good. Not the rooftops one. There was another one. If you say in town called Hypocrisy, where he's dancing in the video with small children. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Two teenagers. That's the that's the worrying one. Okay, let's leave that. Yeah. Let's move on. Carry on. <laughs> yes. So, what would you say would be the best experience if you could be in a band tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Would you say is the thing that you're looking for the most is it being on stage being on stage absolutely 110% even if you're just playing in front of five people in a room it's just the fact that you can get to play your music which you've written and everything Mm -hmm. like that but you're being able to put that out to other people I mean we got a a, like a really good reception when we did yeah to watch them Mm. respond to yeah there's certain places we played like like you said well like you didn't actually say but Leicester when you played Leicester oh yeah the shed yeah and you said that it was on the back of Recede Yes, and there's a section in that song where it goes quiet and the lead singer just sings a line, yeah. which is uh, you play with fire but you never get your fingers burnt. Mm-hmm. And 
despite coming from Wigan. <laughs> yes. Um, the crowd actually sang that along with them. Yeah. Which is just crazy if you think about it. It know? is, it is. Mm. It is. Um, that's what you get with kids. Exactly. <laughs> which is what I was going to say is that one of our By best... By the way, it was an under a 16 night is why yeah. I said that. One of our best shows was in Acacia was the um, playing at the Citadel in St. Helens. Yeah. Which was an under 18s night, and you just get so much more kind of like. Citadel's quite big, isn't it? Yeah. Citadel. Isn't that the place where we went for like a rock night? That one. St. Ellen's. I don't think I've been there for a rock night, but. All right, okay, carry on. But yeah, it was it, it's one of those ones is that don't want to be uh, harsh on kids, but kids will listen to anything and kind of like put their all in when they go watching a watching a gig. Yeah. It's like when you were younger, you used to go watching a gig, you'd listen to the sport band and think, yeah, that's awesome, you know, like you yeah, bounce yeah. around in the pits and everything like that. And that's the kind of energy you got back from them. So you give that same energy back when you're on stage. Whereas, but it's also new to a mother fashion. Yeah, exactly. True. They, they, they don't go to a lot of gigs and then when they actually get to close to one they actually appreciate it mm. i mean that 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 lineup was strange because we went on after an acoustic set <laughs> and then we just came on just screamed at them yeah, <laughs> for yeah. half an hour yeah just keep the distortion off yeah <laughs> <laughs> just screaming without the distortion yeah. ding 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 like playing live and actually playing in uh uh you know like rehearsing so mm. I was just thinking when you were talking about it then, one thing that I didn't like about playing live yeah. was you get on stage and you can't actually hear how it sounds out there. True. Yeah. So then then you go, go off and you go, how did it sound? And then you get people who say, um, well, the sound wasn't great. It was a bit muddy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it, it kind of annoys me a bit and makes me think, God, I wish I could just be the sound engineer. Mm. and playing at the same time. I know, but most people said to you, Glenn, that the sound wasn't great, but you looked amazing. <laughs> I mean, I heard that so often when we played yes. with you or watched yes. you live. So, that I is mean, true. That's, that's true. Brilliant. That's what you get with a crop top. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it was a weird choice of uh, outfit, but he rocked it. What yeah. can I say? Crop top and the denim shorts. <laughs> cut-offs. <laughs> yeah, cut-offs. <laughs> so there we are. Um, just to let you know, that play, which I was talking about, is called Operation Crucible. Oh, gosh, really? Yeah, I, right. I did remember eventually via Google. Awesome stuff. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Sorry, Kiki. So Sorry. if you want to catch us, uh, you can do on uh, iTunes for any previous uh, episodes that you'd like to hear. If you have any comments about this episode, then please let us know at Disaster Attic on Twitter. Uh, if you want to talk to us directly, you don't want to uh, air your views uh, publicly. On social media. Yeah, you can slide into my DMs as well, uh, at Disaster Attic. Uh, I will pass them on to Paige. Yeah. <laughs> and I will just add another bit, because you two have um, said two bits that you can go to, but I haven't got anything, so back to Paige. So, uh, Glenn's <laughs> phone number is oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need some. Like Paige says something, you say something, and I need some. Email address. You say what you want. What's the email address? Disaster at Hotmail. At Hotmail. Right, okay. Um, or you can um, send an email to us at disasteratic at hotmail.co.uk. Nope. No. Com. <laughs> <laughs> and a choice of two. <laughs> or disasteratic at gmail.com. And again, you can also cast us on CastBox where you can drop a uh, comment quite easily. It's yeah. a free app, uh, very easy to uh, listen to us, so go for it. I promise that Grey will answer your comments. He will. <laughs> All right, say goodnight, chaps. Goodnight, chaps. Goodbye, chaps. <laughs>